This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. You can call me Truck. You can call him Coles. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Truck, or you can find him on Twitter at Coles underscore Sports. Uh, while you're at it, support the show. Um, follow the show account at Fantasy Road Show. Check out the Substack, thefantasyroadshow.substack.com. As always, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter in promo code ROADIES40 at checkout to get 40% off. If you're looking to re-up your supplement game or just trying to get back in the gym, whatever the case may be, go check them out. They got the best products on the market. They got the best tasting products on the market. Truly number one, Rule One Proteins, baby. Yeah, they really are the best. It's not even close. It's not even. I haven't. I. I still. I'm still waiting on my care package, man. I can't I wait. I know. Dive um, in. Well, yeah. Um, that is. Uh, what today's red light, green light. Um, oh yeah. Nine. Um, little bit of news. We had McDaniel's fired. Oh. Ziegler fired. AOC, yeah. new quarterback. Um. Yeah, it sounds like Jimmy G. I don't know if he's – I wouldn't say he's on his way out, but he might be on his way out. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think so. So, um, yeah, that's – I was laying in bed last night, and I got the – like, I was so, so dead tired last night, and I got the notification that McDaniels got fired, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I woke back up and, like, was like, this is a big deal, you know, so – uh, I, I'm I'm glad that the organization is finally uh, you know making a statement to the fans like kind of like hey we're not going to put up with the shit anymore and try to make some changes. So yeah, I mean they've um, done it before. I don't know that it's going to really do anything. It's Mark Davis who's a child still yeah. calling the shots. Um, <laughs> Him in his backpack. He's just a child. Um, yeah. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Is Jimmy G better than Zach Wilson for the Jets? Um, yeah, I would say so. So, like, let's say they just release him. He has to clear waivers. I mean, I wonder if he ends up a Jet at some point. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't rule anything out of the possibility, but, um, you know, it's, what, week nine? It's hard for a quarterback to come into an organization and learn the playbook. We're going to see Josh Dobbs do it, you know. Um, but yeah, but I don't know that. I don't, Jimmy G's a smart quarterback, and he's not – there's not much to – like, his. I, I don't know that it would be difficult for him to do that. Um, the Jets don't run some crazy complex offense, so I don't I, – I don't yeah. – I don't know. I, I think – it comes down it more comes down to like if you're the Jets, you don't do that. If you if you don't think Zach Wilson has a future as your quarterback, so after two years of Rodgers, then you may do that. I don't know. I, I it's just something it's a ooh, maybe that is could be a uh where is it? <laughs> 
good old fashioned Cole's conspiracy. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't think that's going to happen, to be honest. Like, I think they, I think the Jets believe in Zach Wilson that he can sit behind Rodgers for a couple of years, get smarter, and then have the skill set to be their franchise quarterback after learning from Rodgers for two years. Yeah. So, in the event of, in that event, I don't think that they would like bring in Jimmy G just to, you know, win him some games and get him to the, you put a good enough team around Jimmy G and he can win. He won't lose games. So, you know, we see him do it with the Niners. So if they think Rodgers is coming back this year in the playoffs, maybe they would do that to where you, you know, weather the storm, string together a playoff run, and then Rodgers, boom. So I don't know. Yeah. I can see both sides of it. It's just an interesting thought with the coach and the GM you know, which is why Jimmy just brought in in the first place, all gone, might as well send him off with it. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, something else came in the news uh, cycle today. Uh, Taylor Heineke is the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons for week nine. Uh, they're choosing to go with Heineke. What do you uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said that preseason. It was like if they want to win the division, Heineke should be the quarterback. Or yeah, not Ritter, and it took yeah, eight I'm, weeks to do so. So, I, I hope we see a better offense on display. You know, I hope uh, Heineke can get uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts uh, heavily involved in this offense, but we'll see. Yeah, see I, happens, I, you know, my worry is still like Arthur Smith, and so you know, you change the quarterback. If you still try to do all the bullshit that he does, then, you know, Heineke's not going to succeed either, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. That would be my yeah. way. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it for the news. Uh, I didn't really see anything else pop up, but uh, if we notice anything throughout the episode, we'll make sure we mention it. Um, yeah, so we are. I mean, there's definitely more news. Like Stafford, I think, is. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. People being uh, questionable throughout the week. Yes. There's, there's, you know, he's still day to day, right? Uh, yeah, I think from what I've read, there's optimism. So better nothing. Watson practice today. I mean, that's, I think newsworthy. I think we're just going to have to talk about Watson. Like, just because this is what we're living with this year, unfortunately. <laughs> so I don't He's know. So like, there's some videos of him throwing the ball. It's nothing to do with him, man. Like that whole narrative is such bullshit of like, he doesn't want to play. He got paid. Like that's. You're, you're I, yeah. I don't, I don't believe that narrative. It's like, like, he, he has a fucking rotator cuff injury. So yeah. like, unless you've played a fucking sport in your life and have like felt what that feels like, it's not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, I know you, I, I guarantee you, you've had a rotator injury, but just being a linebacker or playing baseball, like I had, mine I had a really still fucking AC hurts. Joint. Yeah. AC joints even worse. Like mine still yeah. fucking hurts at times. You know what I mean? Like it's not a fun injury. So um, yeah. he's a football player. He wants to be on the field. That's what he does. So that that's just like 
I love pointing out what is wrong with sports media and the media in general. <laughs> like that, I think that's going to be like my thing is just calling out fucking dumbasses that try to in paint those fucking bullshit narratives because it's all it is is toxic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does nothing yeah. to bring him up as a human being or make him, you know what I mean? It's about tearing other people down. Like it's just, well, him especially bullshit. Well, him, especially with his history, you know, there's plenty of people out there that are looking for any reason to tear this guy down. Yeah. Which is a whole nother fucking story. Like <laughs> we don't even need to get into that, but I would love to get yeah. into it with people about that whole thing but you know whatever it yeah. is what it is yeah. um so yeah i mean we can sit here and talk about there's nothing crazy you know that's uh, i'm sure we can talk about little things going on health wise but um yeah that's yeah that's, i think i think tomorrow um during our uh, week nine matchups episode maybe during thursday night football would be a good time to go through the injury slate and see yeah. you know how people are progressing through injuries you know yeah, dude, looking at um, this fucking camera, this mustache is getting pretty beefy. I can, it definitely is. I you can got grow some serious a, hang to it. Yeah, like I can grow a mustache, <laughs> I think, pretty well. Uh, yeah. We do mustache. Yeah. Groomsman for Max's wedding is doing mustaches, so this is what I have until Thanksgiving. Nice. Well, you might as well do November at that point, you know. You might as well, yes. So, might as well. I, I got to find a team to sign up for. I know people do that. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So, we are on to week nine. This is a red light, green light. May look a little different. Someone's oh, a couple things before we go and get into football. Bob Knight died. That was okay. that's big. Bob Knight. Really? Yeah, died. Like, I just got the update probably 10 minutes ago when I was eating. Wow, I did not see that come through. So, 83, Bob Knight, RIP. One of the best basketball coaches. Um, anyways, I yeah. thought that was Tough. worth bringing up. Yeah, 83. <laughs> well, he, he was awesome. IU, great. But he IU was. Coach. He was entertaining. Yeah. 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 That's okay. a whole day. He he wouldn't fly in today's cupcake fucking world, would he? No. 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 He's old. <laughs> old school mentality. <laughs> Yeah, throwing chairs and whatnot. He uh, um, he used to put he used to put hair on people's chests. That's a lost <laughs> art these days. Bob Knight, rest in peace. Um, but like I was saying before, uh, you know, this may look a little different. We're missing one of our uh, three Stooges. Ah. Um, Shane, you know, Mac is uh, absent this week, so we're gonna hold it down uh, for the road show and do the red light, green light week with just Coles and I. And uh, unfortunately, no boom shakalaka drops this week. No. I, I got I got something for us, though. Okay. All right. Lift the spirits. What do you got? Shane O'Mac, shocker of the week. The Shane O'Mac shocker of the week is that Shane O'Mac's not with us. This is a reliable man. This is a man who loves fantasy football. This is a man who loves red light, green light. Shane O'Mac. Yeah. We're going to miss you. For a second there, I thought he sent you his shocker of the week and you were just dropping it on the people. And I was like, oh my God, wait, for real? No. No. Oh, uh, that's, that's funny. The, that's yeah. the Shane. Shane, uh, Shane, hope you're doing well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into uh, week nine here. And uh, why don't we kick it off, Uncles? Huh, yeah. I do just want to say, you know, comments, 
we mentioned. Thank you for joining. All comment questions and comments are encouraged. We'll be addressed at the end of the episode. Buckle up. I did want to just share this one comment that I saw come through because I thought it was really nice. Hope y'all are doing well. Lex, Lex plant some trees. You're the man. Like, thank you. And I hope you're doing well. Yes. Glad, glad you joined us again. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's hop into it. Well, pal. Well, pal. Uh, all right. So, uh, we're, um, <laughs> uh, red light, green light for week. Uh, is it week nine? Yeah. Yeah. Week nine. All right. Um, well, we're going to kick it off with red light quarterbacks and I'll go ahead and start. I only have one on my list this week. Uh, I found it difficult trying to highlight a quarterback that, um, I didn't have faith in, especially, uh, did you hear about this? I think there's 11 backup quarterbacks that are going to be starting this week. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, um, but my red light quarterback of the week. I read a tweet that was like, Superflex is going to be fun, they said. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> something yeah, like Superflex like, leagues are, are in for it this week, man. With uh, um, We have, I, we so have four teams on a bye. I, I figured I should start with this. Uh, the 49ers are on a bye, the Lions, the Jags, and the Broncos. So some legitimate um, options fantasy-wise on those four teams that we're going to be without this week. So um, we got to gear up and get ready for this. So uh, the quarterback that I hate this week is uh, Geno Smith. Hate. You hate, hate him? I hate Fuck. Geno Smith this week. Dude, um, Geno Smith. Word. There's Gino no place Smith for hate in your heart, Rye. I know. I hate him fantasy-wise. Uh, he is not in any of my starting lineups, not currently on any of my teams, even though if he was, I'd be looking elsewhere this week. Geno Smith taking on the Ravens. Uh it's no secret. Gino has not lived up to the hype that he created last season off of that success. Uh, he has thrown five interceptions in, in his last three games. Uh, he Oof. has also scored, yeah, five interceptions in three games. Scored under 12 fantasy points in two of his last four games. So it just hasn't really been there. Uh, this week, I think he has his work cut out for him going against the Ravens. This is the most difficult matchup for quarterbacks. Oof. Raven, the Ravens lead the league in sacks with 31. Oof. Yeah. Assuming it's so fun game I to just, watch. Yeah, they're allowing the third fewest passing yards per game. And on top of that, they're allowing a measly 12.3 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. So uh, I'm, you know, you're expecting anywhere from nine to 14 fantasy points from uh, Geno Smith. And that's just not going to help you win this matchup. And I'm sure a lot of people, this is, uh, we're, we're encroaching that must win. Uh, point of the season where we got to we got to get some wins you know so um i expect gino to struggle heavily this week against the ravens what do you got yeah um i uh i like it i was gonna start uh, initially i was gonna say that i uh, not that i didn't agree but i wouldn't necessarily red light them because i don't hate that spot for the Seahawks. I mean, it is in Baltimore, of course, but uh, yeah. I think the spreads right now at six, it's a lot of points. The Seahawks are a pretty good team, but yeah, yeah you kind of talked me into really not liking that matchup <laughs> for them, but um, I don't know. We'll see. I, uh, I, 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 I don't have them on my red light. I have, um, well, I just want to start by saying I have a full fade 
on the Cardinals. Um, okay. So I am not starting any Cardinals. Um, tune is just not good. Like, yeah, it's just bad. Um, so, you know, maybe he can have like a nice career as an intelligent backup. Um, but he's not a good starting quarterback. Um, but, 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 but Mike, Trey McBride was the tight end one last week. Yeah. Not, you don't want to start him this week against the no, Browns? I, I don't, I don't have any teams that I'm starting McBride in. I mean, I would start him. I'm not like against it. I just think there's better options. Like most teams of mine has Mark Andrews, Kincaid, you know, even Ferguson that I would start over him. Yeah, um, no, I completely so, agree with you. I don't know. I, I'm a full fade on the Cardinals. They have the Browns at home. Uh, Browns just came off a loss. Like it's just a really bad spot. <clears throat> the Cardinals, the Browns, like through the first, I don't know, six games of the season, gave up like a historic number of first. A, a historic has held teams to a historic number of first downs. Yes. I think this is going to be one of those games that's like. Whoa, they didn't give up a first down or they only gave up a few. So that being the case, it's not going to be good for any offensive weapons on the Cardinals. I'm thinking about making this my survivor. Um, I'm between the Browns and the Saints on Survivor, but you know, both those matchups. I actually do have written down full fate on Bears as well, but um I'd probably still start DJ Moore just because it's DJ Moore. That being said, he has Lattimore on him, so I don't know. I I, I got to take a real close look at lineups where I have DJ Moore. Um, I mean, I know we have him in a league, in a uh, dynasty league. Uh, yeah, and we have Kirk and Ayuk on by, so like we might be starting DJ Moore, but not you know not confidently. So yeah, uh, I don't like the Bears. Bajent against the Saints. Dude, Bajit in the in the Superdome is going to be. I mean, he has shown he has shown that he has. You know, he's shown that he's can oh, handle God. the pressure and the stage, but the Superdome is not out in LA at SoFi, and the Superdome is not at home in Soldier Field. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now we're talking the loudest, probably the loudest dome environment in the league. Uh, and that place is going to be rocking, you know, Sunday at noon. That's Saints. Will, a lot of those fans will have slept for a couple hours, maybe, um, and are just getting rowdy. And, um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're in first. They're tied for first in the division. They see this as their division. So I, I don't know. That's going to be a tough one for the Bears, too. Yeah. Uh, sorry to say that, right? But no, it's, I am fully accepting the fate. Of yeah. the Sunday against the Saints. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, uh, Dak is on my red light list. Really? Which is interesting because I had him in CD last week on my green light. Boom. Yeah. That was a that was a, a huge, huge hit. Um, <clears throat> and Dak is now on my red light list. I This is just, that was a spot play for me, right? Like a lot of what you hear me do, uh, listeners can, you know, they, me talk about spots a lot. That's how I kind of do game scripts. That's how I do a lot of this is just, I feel good about certain spots for teams and coming off an outstanding win at home. That was just your classic, you know, get right, not get right, but like 
Cowboys game against a vulnerable team at home where they just fucking dominate. Like that's it had it written all over it, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. Well, now you're going to Philadelphia. Um, division rival. It's gonna be a tough game. The Eagles are just a lot better than the Cowboys. Like <coughs> bless you. Thank you. You actually sound great, by the way. Before Ryan called me like literally <laughs> 30 minutes before and was like, Hey, hey bag, yeah, you, you ready for this one? We're gonna have a good episode, right? Um, but no, I, I don't like this spot for the Cowboys. I think it's a really bad spot going to Philly. Um and you know what? Like it could be a good close competitive game, um, but I honestly don't think it's going to be. I think the Eagles are going to win pretty convincingly, and I think it's going to be a tough night for Dak. I hear what their you're offense, saying. Their, their defense is just solid, man. Like I, I hear what you're saying. Solid. I hate to burst your bubble, but he is on my green light list. Yeah. So I'll just tell I'll just combat you real quick and then you can finish the rest of your red lights. But um, for me, man, we saw last week what happened. I mean, Sam Howell put up almost 400 yards and what, four touchdowns like Dak Prescott's coming off a massive game over 304 touchdowns. The Eagles are allowing the fourth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, and they're they're terrible against uh, wide receivers. Like they are the easiest matchup for opposing wide receivers. They're giving up the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So, uh, I think C.D. Lamb has a big game. I almost put Brandon Cooks on my green light list. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. It's going to be a shootout to me, but I do see the Eagles winning. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. I, you know, the Eagles have a good defense better than what the stats I just mentioned. They're better than that. So I just, I don't know. I think it's a positive matchup for Dak and uh CD in that passing game. Yeah. I mean, the thing, it is, the thing for me with this defense is like every week we're getting is my audio, right? I'm like kind of sitting back. Yeah, you're good. Um, so the thing about the thing, like every week that, Obviously, Jalen Carter goes down, which hurts, but their defensive line is so stacked, it's not going to hurt. It's not going to make that much of a difference, um, which is crazy to say because, like, he is that good. But you know what I'm trying to say. They're stacked. You lose one guy, and yes. it's not, like, in, in, on, the, on that off defensive line, and it's not, you know, game-changing, really. But No, um, next man up every, every week that goes – that we – that, you know, every week that goes by – the Eagles become healthier in their secondary. Um, you know, they, and they, they just got, I don't, I'm going to fuck up his name Bayard. This is what, this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens. What, when you get, throw a defensive player at me on a team that I just don't really like, like, follow, I mean, I follow all the teams, but like, I'm not a huge Titans. I, I don't know every player yeah. on the Titans last name, how you say it. Bayard no, is that neither is that do what I. It is? Do you know Kevin Bayard? Is that what his name is? I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna mispronounce it. That's just a nature of listening to me talk. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Bayard's an, an absolute stud. Um, you know, slays back. Um, so I don't know. I just think they're gonna get better as we go on. And in a game where they know they have to show up and make a statement, I just think they're going to. So for me, I you know I understand, but. It's a spot thing, and I just think 
the Eagles are that much better than the Cowboys. That's yes. It. But um, yeah, I would agree. I actually that. have Howell as well, who you just talked about. So Dak and Howell are, are my red light quarterbacks. Okay. Why do you have Howell on your red light? Going to the Patriots. Just one of those games, man. Like Howell is a young enough quarterback that um sorry had some video screaming in my ear sometimes when i <laughs> um how, like howell's a young quarterback he gets sacked i think more than any quarterback in the league is that true yeah f- 41 sacks yeah he's like the shadur sanders of uh the nfl <laughs> Um, so he gets sacked more than anyone. And it's honestly because he holds on to the ball and just like, yeah, like he, so, um, Belichick's going to be able to expose him. He's just, and I think Belichick is going to be, going to be able to expose him before more so than B is going to be able to, to adjust and Howell is going to be able to adjust. So I just don't like the whole Patriots at home. I, I still don't think the commanders are that good of a football team. So, um, you know, Patriots, they're clearly not the Patriots of the past, but Belichick is good enough of a coach that he can make games just gross at home. And I think it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough barn to play in over there in uh, New England at Foxborough. So I, I get that. Totally get that. You call it a barn. Yeah. The barn. It's like, uh, uh, um, you know, stadium. I like that. Yeah, tough barn to play. Tough in. barn. Yeah, that's like that's the Chicago the Chicago uh, slang. Yeah, it's a tough barn. It's a tough barn to play in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These you guys know. playing in the barn. <laughs> uh, all right. So those are the two quarterbacks you got on red red lights. Um, Those are my two red light quarterbacks, full fade cards, full fade bears. That's all I've really done so far. Okay. Yep. Um, I've already given you I've already given you one green light quarterback with Dak who, who you have on your red light list, so we're different than that. Um, but I, I also have a quarterback. Wait, who's your other light. quarter? You have Gino and just Gino. Just Gino. Yeah, just Gino. Right. I was looking at it, and I was just I, I was having too difficult of a time. Um, finding other quarterbacks I didn't like this week. Oh, I'll um, give another. I'll, I'll give you another. Okay, sure. Pass w- it over to me. Will Levis. <laughs> give me Will I Levis. Was, short yeah. week. Short week. Will Levis. Steelers at in you know at the steel curtain. Give me Levis. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That he he was one I was considering, but um, I I don't know. I just uh, chose not to go that direction, but I I totally get it. I mean, he's not going to have the same type of production that he had last week. Let's um, uh, before we go on. Let's talk about which of these backup quarterbacks that we think are going to fail. What? <laughs> okay, go down the list. <laughs> what do we got? Will Levis. So we I have him on my red light list. Yeah. Um, Jaron Hall. Is he going to yeah. succeed in no. Atlanta? No, you don't. You think that's going to be a bad game? Nope. Okay, so no, Heine- I, yeah, I would. I would. Con- so yeah, you no, have Heineken I, I don't and the have Falcons. To give an explanation. 
Um, Heineke and the Falcons taking on who? I can't remember off the top of my head. At, it's Vikings-Falcons, so you have Jared oh, Hall Falcons. versus Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I would say Heineke has a good game against the Fal- against the Vikings. All right, so Heineke beats Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall looks like shit. Um, Toon, yep. we already we already talked about him. So Ripian, if he's a starter at Packers, that's going to be a horrible game just in general to watch. It'll be on the side TV and just you know hopefully uh, red zone smart enough not to cover it too much. Yeah. Um, so then you're going to have obviously Bajan Saints. We don't need to talk about him either. Uh, let's see. O'Connell. Uh, a- AOC against the Giants. That's a tough matchup, but I think they're going to be aggressive and they're going to be playing motivated. So that's an interesting one now that they, you know, it was a fire sale. I think that yeah, changes. Yeah, you fire your coach, yeah. Uh, and that's it. So, yeah, I was just more curious, like, Hall would probably be the one to me is, like, could go either way because he's in a kind of a good situation, but is he good at all? Probably not, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't see that coming to fruition, especially against the Falcons. You know, may, like possibly in a good matchup, I would consider him maybe being able to develop, uh, you know, as the week progresses. But yeah. I just don't. And, and there's a chance Josh Dobbs plays this week. Did yeah. you hear about this? Like there's a legitimate chance Josh Dobbs is a starting quarterback for the Vikings. I didn't hear about that, but that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, so, I mean, and obviously. They wanna, gonna, like, this is a winnable game, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're you're completely throwing the dice with uh with Jaron Hall. Yeah, it's a winnable game. Yeah, so a um, uh, lot of lot of a uh, lot of backup talking in this week. When you were talking, my ADD took over for a second, and okay. your your fucking setup today is so funny. Um, just f- perfectly framed into the bed it looks like it looks like you and lisa ann need to do like a fantasy fantasy football little episode (laughs) Uh, that's that's what looks like is going on here with your setup just absolutely it's it is where the desk is located in this room i know it's It's hilarious unfortunately it's fucking funny um so funny fantasy fuck boy Fantasy truck, <laughs> fantasy fuck, boy. featuring Lisa. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get off of that. But yeah, okay. Like, uh, well, back really to funny. back to the uh, scheduled program here. Um, I have Derek Carr as a green light quarterback. Um, someone who I th- think uh, I would say is my quarterback streamer of the week. Um, yeah. Ideally, you have a better option out there. Uh, but if you know if you're hurting at position, Carr could be a sneaky good start, in my opinion. Uh, he is coming off his best fantasy output of the season, putting up over 22 points against the Colts. Uh, the Bears are bottom three at points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. Carr has a slew of weapons at his disposal that I think the Bears are going to have a really hard time containing. So, Yeah, I like that. I think I picked him up in a league where I needed a quarterback. Um, and I was actually looking to maybe spot start Shahid. Um, I think it would be a good week for that. Derek Carr, yeah. Uh, I have George Pickens, Zay Flowers, James Cook, Jerome Ford. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it would. Maybe maybe that could be a sneaky little home run swing type play that I end up doing on Sunday morning. Um, but I like it. I, you know, I I like 
Um, I like that a lot, actually, and I would co-sign it. Okay, good to know. It would be an official co-sign, yeah. Cole Sports co-sign. Um, let me get your quick opinion. I know you just mentioned Jerome Ford. He's on one of your teams. Um, do you think he has a bounce-back week? I mean, they're going against the, the Cardinals, which is a very juicy matchup for running backs. Like, do you think he comes back and, and gets the majority of that workload, or is that – Is his health – is his health – seemingly good actually you know you know what he was uh he did not have an injury designation until later on today and now he's questionable so as you say that yeah so i need to hear i i I need to know what's going on with his health but when he's fully healthy it's his running it's his backfield i I don't think hunts looked great so um yeah i agree and i just want i want jerome ford to get that job back so he will he i mean he will it's not it's not a worry at, at all Okay. Uh, what? Who? Who else you got for green light quarterbacks? Green light quarterbacks. Green light. Lamar Jackson. Um, oh, I yeah. think he has a fucking banger of a game. Uh, do you have him as well? No. Oh, I no, I don't. Like, Fuck. but I, I, yeah. I mean, I love Lamar Jackson this week, so yeah, I might as well have him on my list. He, <laughs> he, he's, he could be QB one. I mean, if it's not someone in that Bills Bengals game, if that's not a shootout, then. Or the Dolphins Chiefs game. If it's not one of those four quarterbacks, then Lamar's easily going to be QB one in my mind. Like, yeah, because I think there will be points in that Seahawks Ravens game, and I it's one of the same exact thing as I said the other time I had him as a red light quarterback. After those games, where let me find him. After those games where you know Gus Edwards, it was it was the Gus Gus Bus show, right? He had three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so that led to 12 points for Lamar. Last time I said that was when they were in England. He had a decent game, but it wasn't a Lamar game. He came out. I had him as a green light. He came out and had 34 against Detroit. Uh, I think we're going to see yeah. that again where he just balls the fuck out. Um, so green light Lamar, start him everywhere you can. Which you're probably going to do anyways. <laughs> but yeah, if you got Lamar, he's, he's QB one. Starting lineup, yeah. yeah QB yeah, one, but, I can get behind know. that for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's why we call it a love hate, you know. Yeah, you know, love, love hate, but. not start sit. Yeah, we needed that week nine start sit that we have in the. <laughs> in the we need title. to make it love hate because start sit is for sure Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. A good call. I don't know why I thought. I don't know why I did that. Brain fart. Oopsies. It's all right. Yep. Um, well, I'm good on quarterbacks. What What else you got for uh, after Lamar Jackson? On your this game one's going to be a shocker, I think. Oh, we need more shocker drops. Yeah, this is going to be a shocker, shocker, shocker smart. Uh, Bryce Young. Do tell. I love this spot against the Colts. Uh, Packers or Panthers at home. I think their defense is like decent. We saw them, you know, pretty much hold Stroud, make them look. I mean, they have a good defense. Let's just say that they've kind of always had like a sneaky good defense, but the Colts, some the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. So I think they win this game outright, like for sure. Um, I think it's an incredible spot for them. And I think Bryce Young, um, figured something out 
uh, I forgot who came in as the as the offensive coordinator, but or who's calling the plays now. Um, but anyways, they they clearly used more motion last week. Yeah, um, and that like Bryce Young's just one of those quarterbacks that he's so smart. He likes seeing using motion to confuse defenses. Like his IQ is higher than anyone else on the field. So when he sees motion, he just sees how the play develops before everyone else. So he 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 he's more comfortable because uh and he's more effective. So I think we saw that last week against the Texans. Like their offense just seemed to have some flow, which in the past it's been very just, you know, feeling here what just one there. dimensional with the yeah, yeah pretty much yeah so yeah. I, there was some flow there was some momentum so i that's why they won the game well, so i yeah and I, I think that you can attribute that to a lot of different uh, aspects but you know chuba hubbard taking over the running back role um you know jonathan mingo getting more involved you know what i mean there's yeah. a lot a lot more of these pieces of panthers are are you know being a lot yeah. more active than recently yeah, and it all to me it all starts with the new play caller who uses motion, and um, that's that's Bryce's bread and butter. Really, it's like what what were they doing before not catering to Bryce Young's strengths? Um, but it seems like they're finally doing it, and it's working. So um, I, I'm all I'm here for it. I like Bryce Young. I think he's going to be a successful quarterback in the NFL. I don't like this whole too small narratives bullshit. I think he's talented, and and once he kind of has the right weapons around him and the right system, I think he's going to succeed. So um, I like the the Colts are just not. I mean, they're in a very exposable team too, right? Like, yeah, um, that's just who they are. So you know, they'll give up points. Minshew's not scared to get into a shootout. So um, I think he actually kind of struggles in a way. Like he's not going to be able to just go out there and do whatever he wants on this Panthers defense. So I like Panthers to win. I like Bryce Young having a great game. Yeah, I, I like this matchup. I like a lot of players in this matchup, as you'll hear from me. Oh, a little sneak peek. Hey. Um but uh, just as a little teaser, I'll get into that later. But yeah, I I, I like this match. I like this game. Uh, I like the a lot of pieces in here. So uh, you saying you like Bryce Young gives me a lot of uh, a lot of prowess for the rest of this episode. Yeah, we need. We never got into DFS, but like, if you like this game, I feel like this would be a game that doesn't have like a ton of exposure. Like everyone's gonna be on Dolphins, Chiefs, and Bills, Bengals. So if you thought this was going to be the high scoring game of the week, I think you could hit big. You know what I mean? Like that's just yeah. kind of how my brain looks at DFS is it's like uh, you want low exposure. And I think this is a game where you would see that. So uh, I don't know. That's just food for thought. All right. Um, well, I think that's good for quarterbacks. We're, we're good on that. We could jump to yep. running backs. Yep. All right. Um, so red light running backs. My red light of the week is Tony Pollard. Oof. Tony Pollard, obviously, it's going to be really, really difficult not to play him. Uh, you're going to be starting him if you have him. But you're just I, if I have him in a starting lineup, I am extremely nervous going into this week. Tony Pollard started the season on fire. Three straight games over 15 points, two of those being like massive 25 point games since then he has reached that 15 point mark once 
in like five games or four games. Like he's just been terrible. Uh, he scored under 10 points in three of his last four games. He has a very tough matchup this week against the, against the Eagles, like you were talking about. Uh, they're allowing the fewest fantasy points to run backs. Like this is a terrible matchup for him. He's coming off of a bad game. I think he has another bad game, and I I am extremely nervous to start him this week. But obviously, you're going to have to, and you're just going to temper expectations, please. Yeah, there's two guys we've talked about so far, and we're starting them in the same team: Pollard and DJ Moore. So, <laughs> God. Whatever. Uh, the um, fun, the fun I like stuff. it. I like it. I can get on board with that. I talked about Foreman Roshan, or I talked about Fade the Bears. Foreman Roshan, uh, that combo, you know, that they definitely uh, play into that. Um, another one who I talk about all the time, Alexander Madison. Um, what were his numbers last week? I imagine not great. I had him as a red light last week as well. I can pull it up. Uh, I'm looking as well. I'm having a tough time loading. <laughs> oh, here we are. I got it. So last week he was at Packers um, ten, 16 for 31. That's, not very that's depressing good. considering the Packers are not good against the run either. They are letting no. teams run all over them. 16 for 31. So uh, that was not good. Cam Akers, 9 for 19 and a touchdown. Not really all that much better, but, uh, you know, 16 for 31 is disgusting. Yeah. Um, so I just, I mean, I don't know how much more. We got to say it. We've been fading Madison heavily for a long time. Um, So, yeah, that's just continues. I'm fading Madison against a good Falcons team and a horrible quarterback. Uh, I think there's probably a world where the Falcons stack the box to force Hall to beat you with his arm and have Terrell just lock up. Uh, Matt Addison, Jordan Addison, and just say, like, try to beat yeah. us. And so, I, I hate that for Madison, but you know, you don't even need to stack the box against them, just you know, fill the gaps that you're you're assigned to and make a tackle. So, uh, yeah, I, exactly. I hate Matt, I hate Madison this week, yeah, yeah, I do as well. He's not on my list, but uh, yeah, I hate him too. Um, <laughs> I have a running back on my red light list, Aaron Jones. Okay, yeah. Aaron Jones, uh, high draft, highly drafted running back during the offseason. And uh, ever since week one, he just hasn't gotten the workload. Yes, he dealt with that injury, Healthy, yeah. uh, which he was out for a while. But this Packers offense is in shambles. Do you know how many points they're averaging in the first half of games? No. Three. Three points. Three points. They do not score touchdowns in the first half. This this Packers offense is horrendous. And uh, Aaron Jones is unfortunately suffering from that uh, that whole aspect. Uh, seven carries last week for just 29 yards, four receptions for 17. They need to find a way to feed him the ball in order to find production, and I just don't think it happens this week. Like, just yeah, it's uh, so I I hope that he gets fed, 
Uh, I hope he's healthy and he gets fed. He had a red, he had a um, red practice Jersey, no contact Jersey on today. So that doesn't make me feel good about um, him being fully healthy and getting fed well, like we would like. Um, So, you know, I actually have on my green light list, I have, AJ Dillon slash Aaron Jones. Um, and I'm leaning Dillon as the guy that's going to be, I, I just don't like seeing him in a no contact Jersey as a running back yeah. after having a hammy after not, you know, yeah. Doing anything since week one or even week one, he, you know, that's when he tweaked it. it it's been bad. It's scary. So um, I'll take Aaron Jones out of that and say, He's not going to get fed well, just from your narrative. I'll, I'll piggyback that and I'll still keep AJ Dillon. Um, just cause I think like, I, th- I, I think that the, the, in order to have any success, if you're the Packers, you have to establish a run game with that team. So, um, I think one of the backs, which I'll lean Dillon because of, your narrative, but also the non-contact jersey. Yeah, that that to me was like, what the fuck is going on here? So, <laughs> yeah. um, I'll, I'll yeah, keep very alarming. Dylan, I'll keep Dylan on my green light list, though. Um, I think you know, as I said, a running back for the Packers has a big game. I, I think they're going to win against. And the Dylan's team. Dylan's been playing good lately. Like, yeah, he has. He's looked a lot strange. better. So it's very strange. Yeah. Uh, all right, what do you got? Who else you got for your red light running backs? Uh, so I have a name written down here, and I just don't even really want to say it. <laughs> I uh, love when you do this. Honey, red light. <laughs> like, I have someone written down, but I don't. like. I, I, I'll say it. I'll say this. I have two players hey, on here. Hey, I'll, I have two players two? on here who are very, very good. And I think one of them will be okay. And then one of them will have a bad game. Um, and okay. that is Austin Eckler and wow. Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen. So I, I th- oh, just two players in general. I was expecting two running backs, but yeah, no, okay. No, so game script, right? So I, I just think that Chargers at Jets, Chargers coming off a big win a lot of public is going to be all over them. Like, Oh man, you see the chargers. They're fucking great. Like public perception of the chargers are, they look great right now. Um, beating up the fucking bears. Uh, so you're going, you know, to New York Monday night football. That's a different story. That defense is not a fucking joke. Um, so they're going to be flying. They're going to be, they're going to be playing great. Like they understand that they have a championship defense and they need to play that way to stay in games and beat teams like the three and four chargers. Do they beat them? Ah, I see that the spread is three and a half right now. That is an absolute smash. Um, jets plus three and a half. Like they're not, if the, if the chargers win, it's not going to be more than a field goal. Um, no. so I love that as well, but I, I just think the Jets defense is real and I think the chargers are going to struggle. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And after talking with you about this, I feel like I need to put Justin Herbert on my red light list. 
Like uh, I just, dude. dude, this Jets, this Jets defense is so good. It's so I mean, good. You, you saw what they did. You saw what they did against Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Next like they, up, they humbled. They humbled all three of them. Next up is Justin Herbert. He's gonna yeah. be, you know, he, they're gonna be swarming all over him. They're this defense is incredible. Um, so. Yeah. I probably have the Jets winning this game when we talk matchups, to be honest. Like, this is just such a public all over the Chargers. Sharp money's going to come in late on a three and a half. It, it'll go back down to three. Like, the sharp money's going to end up hammering the Jets, primetime, yeah. home, fucking defense fired up. Like, you know, anyways. So, because of that, I think whether it's Eckler or Keenan, I don't think either of them have a great game. And I think I keep getting a fucking call all week. The, the, what what is going on? The, the name says CDC national immune. Oh, God. Like, what are, should I answer it? Oh, I was going to answer it live. (laughs) Answer it live on the pod. They're going to be like, you don't have your fucking vaccine. Oh, God. Um, Trigger word. Yeah, I know. I realized that. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's my that's my Chargers fade. Chargers. I I don't necessarily think like uh, you start them both, but I don't don't expect a lot out of either of them. And one of them's gonna be like, fuck, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have um, Justin Herbert in the league, uh, and I'm worried about that. So. Yeah. And I need a big win this week. So hopefully he comes through. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, green light running backs. Um, I'll start because calls. I have a slew of green light running backs. I have four. You have four. I have one, two, three, four, five. Awesome. I love five. It. I love it. Um, my first one, my first duo, it's a, a combo, a little combo stack. And it's Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. Um, I think this matchup, like we talked about earlier, these are two players that I really like in this um, Colts-Panthers game. Um, I think the Colts run the ball a lot, as we've seen recently. They almost, I think they ran the ball over 40 times last week. And uh, the Panthers' defense is very gettable for running backs. They're allowing the second most fantasy points per game to running backs. Uh, last week, it didn't come to fruition, uh, and I think that's because Devin Singletary is just not very talented, and Damian Pierce has his struggles as well. The combination of Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss is very different than Damian Pierce and Singletary. Like, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. Jonathan Taylor, 18 carries last week. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, he almost ran for 100 yards last week. Even splitting the load with Zach Moss, I think Taylor eats, but I think there's enough leftovers for Moss as well. Like I, I think both of them score enough points to be uh, fantasy viable this week. Good, because I have them both on that fucking BBC team. And I want to trade Moss so bad, and I have a 2-2 Atwell is sitting. 2-2 for Moss is sitting in my inbox right now. Is it really? And I don't think I could accept it but i'm considering it just so i don't have them both anymore <laughs> like i will lose that trade but 
I won't yeah. have Zach Moss on my team anymore. I was so close to sending in that Daryl Henderson for Zach Moss. I probably would accept it. Even though that's a really dumb move by me. Like Daryl Henderson's not, he's probably not even going to be on the team once Kyron gets back. Like he'll go to practice squad and he won't even show up to practice. <laughs> he won't even show up. It'll be like practice squad him just so another team can't cuck the Rams. Yeah. If Kyron gets hurt. Um, but well, why don't you go ahead and start off your green light running back since I had uh Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, I want to look up fantasy pros rest of season rankings real quick, but I will. I have fantasy pros. Um, rest of season, I have. <laughs> So I said AJ Dillon. I have DeAndre Swift. I talked about how I how, how that Eagles game is going to be. Um, you know, and I think they do a lot of it through the air. Um, but so I, I think Swift has a really good game catching the ball. Um, I, I, you know, I'd be interested what his receiving props look like, but I think those would be you. You know how like some games they come out and they just run it down their throats. Yeah, the whole, the whole first drive. And then sometimes they only pass. I think they did that once this year, and Swift had like four catches the first drive. I think it's going to be something along those lines for Swift. Like he's going to have a solid like six catch game. Um, so I like DeAndre Swift. I like Saquon Barkley against the Raiders. DJ, Danny Dimes is back. I hope he has. I hope he looks good at times. Um, yeah. So. I think it's going to be a close game. Before everyone got fired, I would have had the Giants winning that game. Now, added motivation. I'm going to have to rethink how that one plays out, but um, I still like Saquon. What did he have, like 30 carries last week? Uh, they're going to just feed him. like 38. Like, Holy just shit. Insane. I think I had him as a green light last week um, as well. And he got a green light light workload. I don't know that it amounted to a green light day. He didn't get in the end zone. And he had 38 catches, 36 carries for 128 yards. So, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Three catches, no yards. So that ends up being a decent day for him. But, I, you know, I think against a softer team in the Raiders, that workload exists and it amounts to – scores so i have yeah. saquon well and then my final is a b john robinson oh. oh and i don't talk to me about Bijan. i don't i don't know that he's gonna have a smash game like <laughs> i don't know that he'll be out there enough to have a smash game you just That's can't trust arthur about. can't trust arthur smith but i just yeah. want to think that the offense is better around heineke and he just with a with an offense that moves the ball better and more, I think Bijan will be better off. Like just more space to run, more uh, it, more ability to make big plays. So hopefully, yeah, Heineke, opportunities. Yeah, hopefully Heineke just slings the ball, and every everyone benefits from it. But yeah, I just want a piece of Bijan because you know how much I love him. Oh yeah, I do. I know how much. Those are my green lighters. Um, 
All right. Well, I'll finish my green light running backs. I have yeah. uh, so I had Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss staying in that matchup. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I like Chuba this week. Okay. I like now that. Chuba is not the most talented running back. Okay, but he is mm-hmm. seeing a hefty workload. He has full control over this uh, Panthers backfield. I think he played 67% of snaps last week. Um, the production wasn't there, but the opportunities were, and that's kind of what I'm looking at here. Um, I like that. I, I think he's just going to perform better this week against the Colts. They're allowing the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. Uh, you know how they say don't chase the points? Yeah. You want to chase the volume. You want to chase the volume, you know, chase the opportunities. So uh, I love Chuba Hubbard this week. Uh, I think he has a big game against the Colts. And then uh, on top of that, I have uh, someone we just talked about, Daryl Henderson. I think Daryl Henderson has a big game uh, against the Packers. Part of that is because Stafford is dealing with that injury and he's considered day-to-day. But regardless if it's a banged-up Stafford or if it's an inexperienced Ripian or Ripon, whatever the hell, however the hell you say his name, <laughs> I think Sean McVay creates a game plan centered around this rushing attack. And I think um, Daryl Henderson has a massive game because of that. Uh, he's going to have a large workload. And Green Bay's run defense has not been good. They're allowing the seventh most rushing yards per game and the sixth most fantasy points to, uh, per game to running backs. Like uh, running backs do well, uh, aside from Alexander Madison. But uh, running backs play well against Green Bay. And I think Daryl Henderson. Shit. Yeah, I think Daryl Henderson has a big game. And then f- lastly, you're going to like this one. Richad. Richad. Richad, Richad White. Uh, Richad White. Uh, he has struggled running the ball this year. Uh, yep. He was held under 40, 40 yards in three straight games. Uh, and he has failed to reach 80 yards this entire season. But his target share is what's been keeping him alive. He caught all 13 of his, his targets the last two weeks. Uh, and that was for 135 yards. 13 for 135 com- combined in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, and yes, you could say that that's game script dependent, but I think that's nah. the same storyline in this game. You know, it's the- quarterback the- dependent. That's bright. That's Baker Mayfield, who over the last, I don't know, however many leagues years he's been in the league, he's checked down to the running back more times than any quarterback in that time span. And Richard, Richard is a receiving running back, you know? Exactly. So regardless, up, down, whatever the case is, Richad is going to get his targets. Um, yeah. So I'll let you keep going because I know you have more to say there. Um, the other point I wanted to make was a lot of his rushing, that rushing woes. Yeah, he may not be the best, like between the tackle runner or between the, you know, between the tackle runner, I guess you want to say, but um, that line is really bad. Like it doesn't matter who they, doesn't matter who they put in at at running back. They're not getting, it's like, it's not him. You know, he has no, his, his yard, his expected yards are like zero. So it's really not that bad based on, it's just horrible blocking, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, he's just doing enough in the passing game to be, a viable option. And, and of course this is PPR because, because everybody knows PPR is standard. So yeah, you need to put that in your uh, Twitter, your bio. Yes. PPR is standard. Everybody should know that by now. Um, so because of that, Rashad white, Richad, 
is a great start this week, as we've seen the last two weeks. What are you sipping? What it. are you sipping on over there? That rule one? What do you got over there? I put my water into this just to do a little bit of <sighs> a little fake out, a little little rule one action, huh? Yes. For those that don't know, go to www.proteins.com. Enter in roadies forty to get forty percent off. Um, love it. Um, here, talk real quick. I'm just gonna go. I, I keep sniffling. Give me a second. I gotta go pull my nose. Dude, I was like smelling around when you were because it smells like something burning, but it's not. Anyways, um, yeah, I can talk. That's something that I can do. Um. <laughs> But I have, I don't think I have any other running backs. Um, anyways, that was not good performance by me. Not a good performance? Well, I was like, you want me to talk? That is something that I can do. And that I was like. <laughs> Trust me, Rodies, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want Coles to go off on a tank. Well, and then just, I was just like, yeah. Um, Looking around, yeah, okay. Um, all right, well, uh, let's go to wide receivers then. Let's let's get this rolling here. I already um, mentioned Keenan, yeah. You don't like Keenan I, this week? I have some heavy hitters as my uh, heavy hitters, heavy hitters, yeah. Good because Keenan, I don't. I got some dogs, I got some low hanging fruit, I got some, some uh, dogs, some, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Who, who do you got? Who, who do you Keenan like Allen? I already mentioned him, Cooper Cup. Oh, um, Patriot or at, two bad games, two bad games. You'd think a bounce back is in store. If Ripian's the quarterback, then no brainer. Ripian and then Cooper Cup getting shadowed by Jair Alexander. Ah, no, thank you. Um, and then I also have Hopkins. I already mentioned Levis on red light, added him to my docket last minute. But Hopkins, I don't like, I just think it's Steelers. At Steelers, short week with a rookie quarterback who is coming off a massive high. Fade. Coles, I got bad news for you. He's a green light. He's a green light. We need a drop yeah. for the, the the times we that do it. Have someone, we're completely. We do it a lot. The spectrum for a player. Yeah. We, so we let me just lot. let me just talk about uh, why I think DeAndre Hopkins is a green light this week. Um, yes, Will Levis balled out last week, which helped Hopkins kind of come back into form. Uh, the Hopkins that we once knew and loved. Um, and yes, Le- Le- Levis is going to have his ups and downs. And I do think Levis doesn't have the type of game that he had, but that doesn't mean that DeAndre Hopkins can't have a, a good game. Um, he's going to be targeting Hopkins left and right. Um, even if he struggles uh, offensively, I still think Hopkins gets enough targets, gets enough workload, and his talent um, is going to outproduce this week. Uh, the Steelers are a, a pretty juicy matchup for wide receivers. They're allowing the fourth most points to wide receivers this season, and I think D-Hop is talented enough to uh, score some points this week. So that's just where I'm at. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not a. I mean, I know Levis had this crazy, great four touchdowns. Yippee! I, I'm I'm fading Levis more than I was after seeing that. Like, I don't think he's the face of the Titans. I don't. I'm not imp- like. Yeah, that was an impressive game, but I don't think we're going to see that. Um, 
picked him up in a super flex league. I had the number one waiver position, picked him yeah. up, immediately traded him. <laughs> yeah. Well, my green light uh, emphasis on DeAndre Hopkins is not like um, a green Lattice light related. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's just yeah. D-Hop is so talented. And because of the connection that he formed with D-Hop last week, I just think his target share is going to be astronomical. And, you, you know, you could see, uh, to, you know, in the double digits of targets. And I think if, if he does that, a seven for 100 and a touchdown, and maybe that's all Levis throws for us, 120 for a, and one touchdown. And that's a bad game for Levis, but a good game for Hopkins. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yep. Um, all right. Well, those were my red lights. Those were all of them. So let okay. Them well, let me let me tell you a little bit about my red light wide receiver. Your low okay. hanging fruit. Let's go. Yeah, it's uh, um, Jordan Moore. Addison. Oh no, it's not. It's Jordan Addison. Um, I don't know yeah. what's going on with the Vikings quarterback. Whether it's going to be Josh Dobbs or uh, Jared buddy, Hall. Jaren. Yeah. Yeah, but I just I hate this matchup. We talked about it earlier today um, about, uh, you know, A.J. Terrell and this Falcons defense is actually really good. And uh, I think this Kirk Cousins injury is just terrible news for Jordan Addison in the short term. Uh, I think Dobbs is going to be good enough down the road to support uh, Addison having a productive day. But, but I am not. I, I'm just I, I'm completely fading Jordan Addison and the pass catchers okay. for the Vikings this week. Uh, and then on top of that, it pains me to do this, but Yahan Dotson. Jahan? Yahan Dotson. Um, yeah. I want I I want to get this one wrong. I don't I don't like uh Jahan Dotson having bad games, okay? But he did just have his best game. He was eight for ten and a touchdown. Uh, but that was against one of the most generous pass defenses to wide receivers and the, the Eagles. They're giving up the most points per game to wide receivers. So um, Dotson had a big game, but outside of that game, he has been completely unreliable. And uh, I'm just, I, I don't think it's going to happen where he's just now a huge part of this offense and he's going to get production every week. So uh, I'm a little worried this commander's offense spreads the ball around. Uh, you know, every wide receiver sees a ton of targets, five to six targets per per pass catcher. So, uh, I just I, I I'm worried about Dotson uh, repeating that performance. Um, I don't knock that either. Are those your two? Those are my two: Jordan Addison and Yahan Dotson. Okay, I can get on board. I hope Jahan. <laughs> I, I hope Mr. Yahan's like has a breakout and takes off. But I know you. I I just. I don't I see it happening. That's all. <laughs> yeah. You know? Not with Curtis. I'm happy for him, but he had Curtis. a good game. Yeah. He had a great game. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Well, what about yeah. green light wide receivers? I already gave you uh, one of them in DeAndre Hopkins. What do you got for uh, green light wide receivers? Flowers. Zay Flowers. Yeah. I want to see him in the end zone. He's just like, yeah, he's, he's basically useless if he's not a, if it's not PPR, which PPR is standard, but like even half point PPR, you're not like stoked with his performances, you know. The higher the PPR, the better for him. 
the higher the PPR, the better for him. <laughs> like a slot premium. Funny. Slot yeah. premium league. Woo! Zay, uh, Zay all day. I like Zay. I already talked about Lamar. Just add add that game script to the mix. I, I like Flowers. Andrews always on my tight end green light. So those two pass catchers for Lamar. Uh, I think that they uh, run wild against the Seahawks. Um, Devonta Adams. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the amount that I think he, the amount that he targeted, I think he targeted um, in his in his one start, he targeted Adams 13 to four um, Adams versus Myers. Um, so I think he's just going to be all over Adams. I think a lot of their firing was to get Adams healthy, uh, happy to get Jacobs happy. So I, I think he just gets peppered. Um, and I think he has a big game. Uh, I think I had him as a green, a red light last week. Um, and I have him as a green light this week. So yeah, Zay Devonta, I have one more, um, but I want to hear what you got. Okay. I got one more. And I think you're going to like this one. It kind of piggybacks off of one of your green light quarterbacks. And sticking with the Panthers-Colts matchup, give me Adam Thielen. Give me Adam Thielen all day. Adam Thielen is still a must-start, in my opinion. Like, I, I know some people, like, he's in that category of, like, uh, you know, uh, wide receiver three on some teams or a flex option. Like, he is an auto start for me. He has double-digit targets in, uh, what, four out of his last five games. He scored over 15 points in every game since week one. Uh, the Colts are giving up the sixth most fantasy points to opposing offenses. And oh, I'm sorry, fifth most points total to opposing offenses. If anyone's going to score for the Panthers, I think it's Thielen. And Thielen is in due for or due for another uh, double-digit targets, 10 to 12 targets. He's going to have eight to 10 catches. Uh, another massive day for Adam Thielen. Love it. Um, I have his counterpart, Jonathan Mingo. Okay. Yeah, I think Mingo's coming on. I like Mingo. Um, Yeah, he is. And and he's just a he's a physical receiver, um, and I think he's He's a big boy. Yeah, he's very physical. I think he's going to be good for that team and a good weapon for Bryce. And I think you know, I I think he's the one. um, Not necessarily fade Thielen, but you know, Thielen's the guy that has the target on his back, and that's going to open up Mingo for some one on ones and. He's strong and he can break tackles. So I like Mingo to have a big day. I like that. Yep. Two Panthers receivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, moving on to tight ends. I know we don't usually, uh, I know you don't talk about red light tight ends. I have a couple. I'll just qu- briefly go through them and then we'll talk. Uh, I'm sure you have a massive uh, list of green light tight ends because you are the tight end whisperer whisperer we'll talk you about got, that uh, yeah okay so uh my couple red light tight ends one of them is uh, uh just all the time we talk about i talk about this but uh red light for kyle pitts combined 14 uh, fantasy points in the last two weeks um scored double digit points in all but two games or i'm sorry single digit fantasy points he's just had bad games left and right um this over under is 37 and a half. If I looked that up right, uh, Vegas is not expecting fireworks in this game. 
and uh, I don't think Kyle Pitts gets it done. Although I could be wrong with Taylor Heineke. He's kind of a wild card to me, and it's possible yeah. it's possible that he just finds a way to get Kyle Pitts involved. So yeah, he's a green light quarter. He's a green light tight end of mine. He's the number <laughs> one green light. This is tight our, end this is our third. Uh, we third. always have different opinions, which is great for a podcast. Yeah. We might want to rethink our teams that we share together, like because <laughs> it, it's great for the for podcast purposes. But owning a team, it, it can be problematic. Um, yeah. It hasn't really been this year, but it, it certainly can be. But um, Pitts, I think, has a great day. I, I think the Heineke Pitts connection um, is, I, I think, it, like, if anyone's going to unlock Pitts, it's going to be a quarterback like Heineke. Now, again, going back to the Bijan point, like, will Arthur Smith let them unleash, unleash to their top weapons hopefully pray to fucking god but um with 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 london being he's a little he's tweaked uh, he didn't practice today i don't know what his injury exactly is but with london down i think pitts is gonna get you know let's see what that injury is actually drake london yeah i i hope i hope you're right i hope i'm wrong in this i i want to see kyle pitts succeed he has so much talent and uh, he's just a beast, oh, so I, I would love to see it, but I just I, – I don't know. I, I have little faith. Um, yeah, um, I think – I understand where that comes from, and it's going to be – one of us is going to be right and one of us is going to be wrong. Like, <laughs> oh, really? There's not going to be, like, an in-betweener here. It's going to oh, be very, okay. like – it's going to be, like, Pitts has – you know, six catches, a hundred yards and a touchdown or two, or it's going to be one for 15. Like, yeah. Um, unfortunate Drake London injury update. Uh, groin injury. See how the week goes is what they're saying. So he didn't practice and they're going to see how the week goes. Groin injury is usually one that lingers, potentially get worse, blah, blah, blah. So they may be cautious with him. And if he's not playing, like that makes me like Pitts even more. That's why I have him on this list is because I don't think he's playing. Um, yeah. So I don't if know. If that's I, the case, then I am I need to take him off my red light. Like, Yeah, if, he, he's if, not going to play. If London, yeah. If London is not no. going to play, it's uh, very hard to believe that Pitts doesn't have a good game. Yeah, so that's – Part of the reason why he's on my list, I, I'm going to have him as a green light. I actually streamed him. I had I had a decision to make between McBride and Pitts, and I took Pitts this week in a league. I, I, mean, have, I, I have Laporta, and I yeah. was looking at the pickups between Pitts and, and McBride, and I took Pitts because of Heineke and London. Yeah, that makes sense. I totally get that. Um, my other round light tight end is Cole Komet. And just for the sole reason, it's a terrible matchup this week against the Saints Thunder, or th- or the uh, Superdome. I almost said Thunderdome. Thunderdome! In the, uh, in the Superdome, uh, the Saints are allowing just nine fantasy points per game to tight ends. Like, uh, Yeah, Cole Komet did see a lot of production last week, but yeah, I think this is a terrible matchup for him. Yep. Um, all right, well... I have a couple other green lights, Pitts, Mark Andrews, Dallas Goddard. Uh, I think the 
Eagles succeed in the air. Those are my three. Um, you know, I, you, you only can, have you only have three. Yeah. Okay, so you're telling me that I have Dalton Kincaid on my green light list, and you don't? I'll put him on mine. Kincaid <laughs> okay. on mine as well. <laughs> he, Dalton he was, yeah. Kincaid. Daltonian yeah, Kincaid. He's on mine. Not 49 okay. and a half over under. Come on. It's going to be a right? shootout. Um, I'm so excited for Sunday Night Football. Like, I'm so excited for this Sunday. It's going to be a great I'm summer. so excited for this weekend of sports. <laughs> I got LSU, Alabama. I, so, first of all, we'll have Kansas, we'll have K-State. I wish Shane O'Mac was on, damn it. K-State is in Texas, is at Texas this weekend. It's an 11 o'clock game. I don't have plans to go right now, but I'm sure I'll end up going. Um, and then they do, like, yeah. a little concert after every, every week. And Gary Clark, Jr., um, Gary Clark Jr. is there last week. I don't know who it is yet this week, but you know, I'll I'll, I'll do that. I'll enjoy enjoy the the you know two o'clock, just that that the middle of the day in in Austin, and then fucking Tigers, Bama, six thirty. Roll it into an eight thirty uh, eight thirty a.m. Germany game. Fucking Dolphins against the Chiefs. Are you kidding me? Like if you're not up. Had the coffee, had your coffee, taking your coffee shit and ready to go for that game, then you're doing it wrong. That's going to be an awesome game in London. And it's in Frankfurt, you know, it's such yeah. a cool game. And then 12 o'clock slate, um, Seahawks, Ravens, three o'clock slate, Cowboys, Eagles, 720, Bills, Bengals. Like that is can't get in 830. That's an 8.30 to 10.30 shift with great games. Like, that's a red zone on one screen, and then one of those games I just mentioned, watching in full on the main screen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. It's going to be a great weekend. Great yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Pitts, Andrews, Goddard, Kincaid. Those are my tight ends. Yeah, I love it. I just have Kincaid. Um, I think Kincaid's a great play this week. Over the last two weeks, we saw Kincaid get heavily involved in this offense. Uh, he catches every 14, single target. <laughs> yeah, he's combined 14 targets. Uh, and he's seen such a better snap share um, now that uh, Knox is on IR. Uh, juicy matchup this week against the Bengals. Cincinnati is allowing the second most fantasy points per game to tight ends. Kincaid so is going to eat. I'm gonna. We're in a Slack group with all the contributors of Sports Ethos, and how many more strong Kincaid games do we need to silence the rookie tight end crowd? I think it's already been silenced, bro. This week, this, this, I mean, look at uh, Trey McBride last week. Uh, cough, before cough, his season. Marsales. Wasn't Marsales like the huge spearhead of that one? Uh, Actually, probably a lot, a lot of them are. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Laporta's what number one tight end in Dynasty potentially. Uh, I mean, he, he's Kelsey yeah. and Laporta, but like Laporta's got to be that guy, right? Yeah. 
Parkinson, yeah. I guess, but like Laporta's looked outstanding and he's only going to get better in that offense. Um, Hawkinson takes a dip with, uh, with Dobbs, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I love it. Kincaid. I want to see him. Uh, let's look it up. Let, let's get on to our questions, but I also want to look up how much he's caught his target. It's literally, he's like, he's only missed like one target, something ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so two last game, but before that he only missed two out of 10, 17, 19. He was 17 for 19. No, he was 25 for 27. Okay. He caught 25 of his 27 targets. And then Insane. last week's five for seven. So um, 32 for 36. And like yeah. some of those could have been, you know, a ball over his like th- a throwaway to him. You know what I mean? Like we don't know. Yeah. So yeah. he's just an, an absolute machine catching the ball. But um, anyways, let's move on to our questions sponsored by rule one proteins. Uh, visit Rule One Proteins Roadies Forty at checkout, forty percent off all your supplements. Hell you yeah! Like you like that sponsored Q and A sponsored by? Um, <laughs> all right, Josh. This segment old... is brought to you by. This segment is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Uh, Josh, would you trade K nine? Kenny Walker. Oh, I like that. Ooh. Ken Walker K nine. Wow, I really like Josh. That. <laughs> Josh, thank you for that. I don't Gosh. know how I don't know how I how we haven't seen that yet. K9. K9 I, I love, love it. it. Would you trade K9 and Thielen for Chase and Cooper? Uh yes. Chase. I mean, let me see. Oh, six. Okay, here's his roster. Yeah, 16 okay. man PPR. My roster is Burrow. Then yes, for sure. CMC, yes, for sure. You have CMC and Kamara. 100 percent get yes. Chase. Stack them with Burrow. Your team's awesome. The more we've talked to Josh and he's just out here wheeling and dealing and making trades, his team's just been getting fucking awesome. Yeah. Yes, make that trade. No, that's that's insane. If you if your starting lineup's gonna be Burrow, CMC, Kamara, Amon Rod, Jamar Chase in a 16 man PPR league. Take it. Oh, and, and I'm sorry, you got Brees Hall in your flex. So here's what you're doing right now. <laughs> what you're doing right now is you're really picking up chase to put in that starting lineup chase burrow have that double dip for a championship that's a championship move um i love it yeah insane hope y'all are doing well we hope you too thanks lex i'm gonna just put it up there again because of how nice it was (laughs) ts need two running back one wide receiver, one flex PPR. Oh, it's two that's, running back, one wide receiver, to, one yeah. flex. That's the that's the uh roster build. So quarterback, two running backs. Wait, what? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> need two. Two running backs. He needs two running backs and one wide receiver and a flex. So Walker. Okay. Walker and Swift, Mostert, Nixon, and then Puka, Evans, Mike Evans. Um, All right. Well, one wide receiver, I'll start there. I'm going to go 
Evans over Puka, especially if Rypian is in. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, so let's go Evans there. And then Walker, Swift, running backs, Mostert, Flex. Yep. I am fully on board with that. Let's go. All right. I think we're good. Yeah. Light week for questions. And uh, everybody join us uh, tomorrow as we will be going live for Thursday Night Football Talk week nine matchups uh, we'll give an update on player injuries whether we think players are going to play and uh, answering all questions you guys may have shano mac we missed you yeah it wasn't the same without you buddy <laughs> do we have like a depressing song we can play goodbye my lover goodbye no, my friend we do not we do you not have any, any any depressing music to play but um and the one for me okay all right goodbye, you can follow us uh on twitter goodbye, at fantasy underscore trucker at calls underscore sports at fantasy roadshow um we will be producing uh more articles on our Substack, the fantasy roadshow.substack.com and uh we are always live on youtube at youtube.com sports ethos Please support the show. Go check it out. Like, subscribe, hit the bell for all future uh, releases. Goodbye, my Shadow Mac. <laughs> Bye, my friend. All right. Well, uh, it, it, join us tomorrow for a Thursday night live, uh, Thursday night live stream, uh, and uh, come hang out with your boys. Other than that, Coles, buckle up. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a <laughs> <shit in that. laughs>